All right, welcome into Grow Your Know with Kelly's, or brought to you by Kelly's Green. We got Kelly Williams here in the studio, and I am, of course, Clay Edwards. We are live here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. Kelly, been a few weeks. How are oh you doing? Oh my gosh, I'm doing well. It feels great to be back. I think it's been like, I don't know, a couple weeks. Yeah, I think you had you had, a, you had something come up, yep. and then we had the 4th of July. Yep. So it's been, it's been three weeks since I've seen you. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, that's that's a uh, that's a while. Yeah, it feels great to be back um, for uh, sure. Uh, uh, there's there's something fantastically uh, warming and calming about familiarity. You know, when you get back into a routine, it, it is. As much as I enjoy a holiday, I it, especially when it falls like the fourth fell on a Tuesday. Yeah. So you really kind of lost the weekend leading into it. That's right. And pretty much the week coming out of it before people get back into. So it finally yesterday, we're fully removed from the 4th of July holiday. That's right. Can get back into normality. Like I, one of the little things I track on my podcast downloads, stuff like that. They kind of took that dip through the holiday week. Right. And they're back up to... Uh, higher than previous numbers, so I tell that I look at that as a sign. That Everybody's people, rushing back to get, yeah, yeah. They're they're yeah. getting back in their routines right. and stuff like that. They're back in their cars in their normal times. Their listening habits are back to normal. They may not have family members in the car that didn't want to hear the ramblings of the madman on a podcast, <laughs> you know, stuff of that nature. <laughs> so, but uh, to your point, it is I, I do love the a sense of familiarity. I, I think that's why we always talk about try to go, people always try to go back home. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the sense of home. That's right. That's right. And, uh, that's a, that's a, I could do a whole show about that one day. Uh, hey, I'm with you on that. Uh, so how, how was your weekend? What's going on in oh your world? Oh my gosh, it was it was great. Things are going really well. You know, we're we're super slammed all the time. Super super busy, uh, but it's good. You know, it's uh, it's really good. Um, uh, you know, things are just super busy at the grow, and uh, we've got all kinds of educational stuff going on. We've got uh, we're sponsoring a. Um, so I'm a lawyer, right? <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm a car salesman. <laughs> we, we we skew very low. There in you polls. go. There you go. <laughs> um, but so I am still while I, while I closed my practice to go full time with Kelly's Green a couple of years ago, I am still uh, I'm still active in the bar. And so I still have to do CLEs and all of those things. And so uh, we thought it would be a great idea to sponsor a CLE um, at uh, Mississippi College School of Law. Which is, what is for, a CLE? Uh, so a CLE is a continuing legal education. And uh, lawyers, in order to remain in good standing with the bar in Mississippi, are required to get so many hours of CLE every year. I think it's 12 with an ethics hour. Um, you'd think I'd know that after, you know, 20 years, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think it's 12 with an ethics hour. But, um, and so uh, we thought it would be a great idea. I thought it would be a great idea, and, and, uh, every, and, and my team agreed with me that um, we should host a CLE and sponsor it. So, um, because there's all kinds of, you know, we've had different lawyers on this show with us. Of course, Chad and uh, Slate's VZ joins us sometimes, and you know, and so, um, but cannabis really does touch on every aspect of the law. Like, if you're a lawyer, you should be in heaven in cannabis because. It 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 uh, it touches everything. We we know it's we've got this distinction between civil. I mean, well, civil and criminal, of course. But we've got this distinction between criminal and legal. When you talk about criminal federally, legal in in, in Mississippi, and then you've got 
the contractual part of it, I mean, you've got mergers and acquisitions, you've got contract law, you've got all of these agreements, you've got all this construction law, you've got um, product liability, you've got um, all sorts of business insurance. I mean, it really just, property, I mean, it really does have these tentacles that go to every aspect of the law. And so um, I thought it would be a great idea to try and educate and update lawyers on the Mississippi Medical Cannabis Program. I think that's awesome. Yeah, we're going to do that. I think I think it's on the 26th of this month at uh, Mississippi College School of Law. We'll we'll put something out about it. And, of course, I hope, you know, I think I'm sure the law school will too. So I'm an alumnus of uh, of MC Law, and so um, it always makes me feel good to go back and, and uh, do something there. Uh, you know, I, 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 that makes sense. I mean, I, I, most alumni, you know, don't get the opportunity to go back and, and kind of leave a mark or right. or do something other than maybe buy football tickets or season tickets or something like that. So to go back and sponsor something that's relevant to your current employment right. or, you know, a career, yeah. that's, that's a really unique – you got to merge the two things. That's right. And that's, and that's what's so interesting. You know, like people are all the time like, huh? did you get (laughs) so you were a lawyer and now you're uh, the founder and CEO of a medical marijuana company I was like "Uh, yeah that's exactly right Um, you know I tell people in short when I think of lawyers versus entrepreneurs uh, entrepreneurs jump out of windows (laughs) obviously that's (laughs) it's crossed my mind and and that that is uh, obviously that's a that's a that's using figurative language obviously but um, so and what lawyers do is they stack mattresses and so you make it safe for entrepreneurs to do things. And so I was, I was more, I feel, even though I practiced law for 16, 17 years, uh, been, been a lawyer for about 20 years, um, I love the jumping out more than I love the stacking mattresses. I want to be the one acting at this point in my life and not necessarily creating a safe situation for others to act. You know, as a lawyer, I'd have a client come to me in certain situations and be like, I'm doing this. I want to know. I want you to advise me on how I do it, what I do, how I do and, and that was my job, just to stack those mattresses, to make it a safe jump for them. Um, and when I switched hats to an entrepreneur, uh, I was much more comfortable. With, hey, I'm doing this. Now, I've got lawyers out the yin-yang, obviously, because of everything we just talked about and how it touches on everything. But, yeah, I, I was pumped. I was like, I'm doing this, and it's y'all's job to figure out how I should do it and, and make sure that I'm compliant from regulatory, make sure I'm legal with all the, all the statutes, you know, everything. Um, and so that's what I'm hoping to bring to other lawyers to let them know that, man, there's a, there is a great practice in this. Um, and while we don't necessarily have we, – we don't have caps in Mississippi, license caps. But if you go to some other states where they do have license caps, I mean, those lawyers who, who will prepare uh, okay. an application. Layman terms, license caps. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. So, um, so we've got uh, – so we get, you get licenses uh, to, to work in the cannabis industry. In order to practice different type of law. That's right. So, well, so like if you're – well, like for Kelly, Kelly's Green, we have a cultivation license okay. that we applied for and got from the state. We have a processing license that we applied for and got from the state. And the same thing with our retail licenses. And so we don't... So you're able to be fully vertical. That's right. So we're fully vertical. So while we have some... what The term that I call it is... uh, I call it organic barriers that, um, that make it... You know, that, that create difficulty for some to get in the market. But it doesn't go... Certainly doesn't go to the extreme of having a license cap. So... 
if you look at maybe another state, I'll, I'll use Arkansas, and pe- people may be like, oh, you were wrong on that. I can't, I can't remember which state has caps and which doesn't, but I think Arkansas has caps, so I'll, I'll compare us to Arkansas in that regard. So let's say that another state has license caps. Well, they may only award five cultivation licenses throughout the whole state, um, so, which is huge because then, you know, that becomes a lottery, you know, yeah. if 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 you've got a hundred people who, who apply, don- who donated the most to whose campaign? Uh, that and and that is what license caps, at least in an initial program. So I understand if you may have license caps later on down the road for certain reasons after your program develops, when you may see a need or not need or whatever the thing. You have all kinds of things that develop. So I'm not going to speak to whether or not a license cap is appropriate late down the road, because I don't know yet. We don't know. We're, we're seeing how that work that plays out in Mississippi. But I can tell you from initially, when you create a program, that's exactly what you set yourself up for. What you just referenced was corruption. When you create a, a license capped system, because it is literally a lottery. If you've got 100 people who apply, or 100 businesses who apply for a cultivation license, and you're going to hand out five, I mean, come on, and those five are, five are going to handle the, the growth for the whole state? Well, you look at the market share, you look at the numbers on that, and that is winning a lottery. I mean, you've got five that just got huge awards. And so, and not only that does it incentivize corruption, but it also incentivizes litigation. Well, isn't there, uh, and you may not want to speak on this, so <laughs> don't, don't, don't if you don't feel comfortable. I remember the difference in the two, eight, in the two laws. Mm-hmm. Uh, 65 or 65A. One of them was heavily favored by a guy that's got his tentacles all in the Arkansas mm-hmm. uh, marijuana business. People were like, you know, it's going to be a lot of out-of-state money coming. If uh, I don't remember the guy's name. Yeah. But I, I remember there being something about Arkansas, and maybe it's kind of the same thing. It's like, no, that way it says, it'd be all these out-of-state people coming in here. Or whatever, we went with A, right? 65A or 65 Yeah, you know, honestly, gosh, Clay, it's been so long. I have a hard time remembering the details of that. Yeah. But but you do incentivize. Um, so, so to answer your question, I really can't, I can't remember all of that. But generally speaking, you do incentivize MSOs or multi-state operators to come in when you have license caps because nobody else can afford. Yeah. <laughs> um, nobody, you know, because that's, that's, that's literally, you're, so you're, you're trying to win a license that is worth millions. And when I say millions, I mean, you may have a license in a license cap state that the license alone, before you even, even perhaps pre-revenue, may be worth 15, 20, 30 million because – if you've only got five in a in a in a state that has however many people, well, of course that 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 you know um, that translate to the to the future value of that license. So um, you do incentivize big MSOs to come in because they're the only people that can afford it. <laughs> you know, they're the only people that can walk in and and write a check for thirty million for a license. Yeah. So, um, but even going back to the attorney part of that, so. Those companies that come in in those license-capped states and apply for those licenses, they use attorneys, and attorneys can make a ton of money preparing licenses. So, so there's so much work in the legal field that the cannabis industry brings. You know, we've talked about ancillary uh, businesses and the, the economic boom that the industry can bring to this state and, and is bringing to the state. And that's just one piece of it. That's just one piece of it. You know, we see it. We see it in all aspects of life, or in all aspects of our of our daily life, in our or in our economy. 
Um, but that is also an opportunity in the in the legal realm to uh, to bring a boost. Yeah, I mean, you know, if, I, I'm gonna use a different analogy here. Um, if I want to open up a mom and pop corner grocery store, little stop and go, I should be allowed to. If I want to go open up a mega grocery store like a Kroger mm-hmm. to compete with them, I should be allowed to. Same in the growth side. Yep. If I want to set up a little boutique kind of designer, this is what we specialize in. As long as I can pass all the health stuff, right, reg- right. regulations, I should be able to. If I can run it out of a five five thousand square foot building versus a fifty thousand square foot building, right. I should be able to try that. Or if I want to go all in, I should be allowed to do that too. That's and right. I, and, and and I like the the no caps because it opens up barrier of entry. You right. know, I, sh- I should be allowed to start small right. and grow. I shouldn't have to be one of these five that has to be a million square foot mega facility type thing and right. I mean, who can afford to do that I right mean, you're, you're cutting out the little guy that's right and oh, yeah, even yeah. little i mean it's still a barrier to entry I mean, you're cutting out high, some big guys even <laughs> with yeah, the exactly. license cap i mean you know that's that's, yeah. that's everybody can't compete with amazon that's right that's right you know so I, I i like that there is still the ability for an entrepreneur to say hey you know what i i, I think i want to do this like what you guys yeah do. i mean working on this since 2018 um uh you know a, a I'm probably going to offend a ton of people. A chick in Mississippi, like you know, I mean, if uh, and so I, I, I think that goes to, sh- and we're we're knocking it out of the park. Um, but it has been a, a tremendously difficult journey. Um, and we've started it as we've talked about it since before 2018. I mean, we're going on six years trying to do this. So, um, but that being said, our system, our program has allowed me to, to do that, to, to have that journey. I mean, you know, uh, like you just said, it, it may be hard, but I should have had the opportunity, and I did have the opportunity. So um, if that makes sense. People should be allowed yeah. to succeed or fail on, that, their, on their merits. 100%. And you I know. have, you know, I fell, you know, I told somebody the other day, I spoke to a group the other day, um, and uh, it was a great, greater Jackson leadership uh, group that I spoke to. It was, it was a great, great group of people. Um, but I, I said something in there and just in this, and then I said, you know, I have, I have, have suffered or I say suffered, whatever. I've been rejected a million times in my life, a million times in my life. Like, you know, and that just happens. That's just part of life. Um, but you know, even when you're rejected, you get to, you get to, you know, you, you have a choice. You can take it and be devastated. And sometimes you are, even when you pick yourself back up. Um, but that's just part of life. Everybody should have an opportunity to pick themselves up and, and do what they want to do. Uh, and so, and I think that's one of the things that our legislature did right with this is, uh, is that right there. Amen. Let's take a break real quick. We'll be right back with Kelly's green. It's grow your no on 103.9 FM WYAB. All right, welcome back in. It's Grow Your Know with, or brought to you. I'll get it right one day. <laughs> brought to you by Kelly's Green with Kelly Williams yeah. of Kelly's Green. Uh, it's a lot of Kelly's. A lot of Kelly's in there. A lot of a Kelly's lot of in Kelly's. there. Yeah. Hey, um, you're tuned in live to Grow Your Know on 103.9 FM. Uh, back here at it after a few weeks off with the holiday and some uh, unexpected stuff coming up. But one thing you and I we're just talking about that mm-hmm. we agree on a lot and i'm so glad you wanted to bring it up because this mm-hmm. is almost clay edwards show material yeah oh here we go <laughs> you know and, and, and it, we were we were on a whole nother topic today that yeah. i couldn't deviate from 
But you brought up the drug bust from Jackson the other yeah, day. Yeah. I, I said, you, tell us about it, and then I'll we'll give so, my opinions. So uh, let me let me get my I had my notes on my phone, and of course my phone went uh, to sleep. All right, so um, I'm sure everybody's heard about it. So I'm I'm going to just reference the WAPT story, which drugs malnourished dogs found in Capitol Police bust. Um, Good job, Capitol Police. Yep, uh, the Capitol Police Department made a big drug bust over the weekend that also turned out. A lot of abused dogs. The Mississippi Department of Public Safety said that the Capitol Police Flex Unit served a search warrant Saturday and found 31 pounds of marijuana, hundreds of edibles packaged as candy and chips, as well as a large amount of psychedelic psychedelic mushrooms and THC wax and vape pens. There was also $7,000 and a gun. And if that isn't bad enough... Um, and there's a number of reasons why we can talk about that. But and I think you even made a great point was, you know, if somebody comments on there, but marijuana is legal. This is different, you guys. This is different. But if that's not bad enough, you know, 24 malnourished, abused dogs found in unimaginably bad circumstances. Like, um, you know, just and, – and again, uh, I think the uh, police arrested Lewis Marshall, 43. Now, I, my, my lawyer, as we just talked about, I'm a lawyer. Uh, so I, he, he is presumed innocent until proven guilty. And so I am not suggesting anything about his guilt. I am only referring to the news story and what how those dogs were found and what they found in their search warrant. So, I mean, but that's just horrible. That's just horrible. Like um, – you know that's a so so let's just go to the let's go to the dogs for a second before we even get to the drugs part of it let's go to the dogs for a second because that's to me you know that's a that's it's that's just a complete disregard for life i mean it, it they may not be human life but they're life like those are those are that that's life and that was just a complete disregard of I'm looking at the pictures as I, if you wonder I'm not I'm not yeah. distracted oh, no, from no, it. I'm no. looking at the pictures <laughs> of the dog. <laughs> I'm and, talking about myself Glenn. No, 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 no not at all. Uh, the, if you want to see the Cheshire Abbey uh shared the photos of the dogs and they are raising some funds to Yeah. to take care of them. Yeah. But uh it it, it is it's, it's disheartening to say the least. Yeah, I'm going to try to make a I'm going to try to make a um a, a personal donation. Um and because, you know, that's just horrible. Like, I, I haven't seen the pictures and I don't want to see them. Like, I don't need to see them. It, to me, it's just it's bad enough without seeing them. And so I um I really don't want to see them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But just, you know, imagining what those poor animals were living in and how they were living. And, uh, you know, I guess the only silver lining is I didn't I didn't hear any kids were in the home. So maybe that's, you know, I, I don't know. But uh, how how horrible yeah. uh, is all of that? In my experience experience in a past life uh dealing with drug dealers that uh also dabbled in the pit bull business Mm -hmm. they typically don't take care of the dogs and treat them like the family pet that you and i would right right you know they're they're, they're treated as a as a possession right uh, yeah as an object as a trophy or a a means of uh, an economic means of income they're not the family pet right they don't sleep in them with the in the bed they don't you know give them treats and have fun with them and play with them and pet them and love them they're made to be mean yeah and that's where that's where we get into that the deed versus the breed stuff and right and i don't even you know the truth is is i don't even understand this like you you weren't he wasn't even you know those dogs weren't even being held to be mean I mean, like to make them mean, I don't guess. I mean, they yeah. weren't even able to stand. Some of them weren't even able to stand, much less fight. Like, I don't yeah. even, 
you know that. T- so not that that's okay. I just mean I don't even I can't even find logic. Behind well, I say this. It may, honestly, it makes yeah. it worse. I mean, right? It, 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 well, not the oh gosh, how do you say all this without coming across wrong? That's right, right. You know, know, obviously, every- fighting dogs is a terrible thing, but also keeping them just locked up in a cage for no dang reason is is. In, is even worse. Right. What are you doing? What's the means of your insanity? Right. It's, it's just, I know. It's like there's there's nothing. There's there's no logic. So cruel uh, and inhumane. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's definitely. It's animal cruelty. But that is definitely cruel and inhumane. Like mm. that is. Uh, you cruel know, and un- unusual punishment. Right. Unfortunately, I don't think animals are you know under the, the Eighth Amendment, which I think is cruel and unusual. And, and all my lawyer friends will probably come in if I just if I if I if I just misquoted on the Eighth Amendment. I think it's the Eighth Amendment, but. You know, in any regard, it it is horrible. It was it was horrible. Um, and and let's go. You know, let's go to the drugs for a second. So you made you made a comment uh, that this looked like you know a rainbow on this table. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a rainbow landed on the table, and it was like a whole box of uh, Lucky Charms, all the different colorful yeah, ecstasies just, yeah. and this and that and the other. And uh, and I and in the comment sections, because there's also the THC side of it, yeah. the pens and the waxes right. and this, that, and the other, people are all like, man, marijuana's legal now. You know what, man? Cars are legal, but stealing them ain't. That's right. And, and, and you know what? There, it's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's only legal if you have a card. Yeah. It, it's only legal if you have a card or have a license to produce it. That's what I should say. You know, yep. so so you 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 either have to have a business license, whether it's your cultivation, processing, retail, whatever that it is that allows you to touch that plant and to cultivate it and to grow it and to process it and to sell it, or you have a patient card, and your patient card does have an allowable amount on it. So, you know, and and you you know me, like I'm all about legalization. But this is this is but this is a great example of why we should expand legalization because the more you broaden legalization, the more you narrow the criminal market. Um, and and that's and that's that's just that's just you know that's sort of just logic. Like you know, yeah. well, nowhere in the current legal structure of having mer- medical marijuana or selling medical marijuana in the state of Mississippi will it ever allow you to have that much in your home or on your body. That's right. Just period. That's right. So e- legal or not, that's that's always going to be illegal here. Right. Especially mixed in with other drugs, guns. And yeah, I mean, that was, the whole, there was guns and cash. And I mean, I think they, what did they say, mushrooms? And yeah. was it mushrooms? And my mushrooms. Mushroom, I hadn't right? heard mushrooms in so long. I had to read it twice. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I haven't heard mushrooms since I was like, you know, I don't know, 14 or 15. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you, when, uh, no, I think they do. I think uh, actually that's, that's probably not true. I, I've heard the word mushroom in, in the, in the research or clinical context, I think, when people are uh, talking about research. But, but anyway. Yeah, you want to yeah. take a call? Sure, I'd love let's, to take a let's call. See, we haven't done this in a while. Okay. Hey, good, good morning. You're on the air. Thank you. Hold on. So much for the call. They hung up on us. Well, callers, call back and uh, let us know what you think about this. And uh, are your headphones working? I, don't, I really don't know. Well, if they're not, we'll get them during the break. <laughs> okay. Uh, but we'll continue on. But yeah, this will never be to have possession of things like that, regardless of what laws get changed, what legalization happens, you'll never be able to do that. Right. I, I, I will bet you money, even if they, even if they legalize uh, adult use or recreation right. or however you want to term that, you'll never be able to have that hodgepodge of stuff together well, legally. I, that's not even re- – I mean, and the reason why is because it's not responsible. Mm-mm. And it's not safe. Like, it's, it's – it's, I mean, it, it just doesn't – I mean, 
you can't even like you I can't even kids. get my head around. You brought yeah. up kids. Yeah. If a kid walks by and sees, you know, okay, let's say there's not even at his. Let's say somebody bought some of that and they got kids and it's laying around. How often do we hear about the fentanyl pills nowadays? One pill can kill. I know a girl who's a bartender yeah. here in town who who's who lost a child here recently Man, over over a one bad fentanyl pill. Yeah. I've got a friend who's a sponsor on this show lost his brother in law, lost his brother and his sister in law uh, to one bad pill. Yeah, you know, to fentanyl. That's too much. It's just too much. Like it it you, is, yeah. and you, you know, this is recklessly in a house. Just yeah, anything can happen. This this is what these are the people that are killing people in our streets. I look at these people no different. That are selling that type stuff, right? And then mass murderers potentially, right? Yeah, I mean it's 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 zero value for life. Yeah, I mean, and and again, I'll go back to the you, all you got to do is talk to me for five minutes, and you know where I stand on the mm-hmm. war on drugs and legalization. Um, but 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 this this is not this is not what I'm talking about. You know, this is there's again, you can't even though marijuana is legal, it's legal under a medical a medical program. And you got to have a card or you got to have a license. And that's how it's legal. So it's not just like, oh, this is marijuana is legal and this is, uh, you know, this is unfair or this is not right. That, that's not the case. You know, that's this. There, there, are, there, are, there are conditions that make I mean, it legal. The harder stuff so. is to get, the more it drives the black market up. That's right. The, the harder that access is. That's right. Um, it's the same thing happened with, with, with why I believe I call it the law of unintended consequences mm-hmm. it's why we have a fentanyl problem in America now they made opioids so hard to get for, oh, that's for, right. for pain management no, that's right uh, which I mean that was a good that was a good thing they said we got to tighten this up we got too many people who are opioid addicts in America let's let's make it harder to get let's uh, tighten the clamps up and get rid of some of these pill mills so on and so forth well what does the black market do it adjusts it adjusts, and and what that what that position did when the government clamped, uh, you know, clamped down on that, it, they left out the whole the whole biggest piece of that discussion is people, the addicts. Yeah. You you think just because you you said oh we're going to limit your access that you're not going to go find it somewhere else, huh. um, and on top of that, you know the the black market is it's always served by creating more you know stronger in smaller packages so that you can go, uh, so that you can, you know, travel. get, a, that's right. So you can travel and get around police and all that. And so, um, of course it goes to, you know, people who were on, uh, addicted to opioids in, in a lot of cases when they, when they couldn't get their pills anymore, they ended up with fentanyl or heroin, things like that. And, and, and that's when you end up with, with overdoses and that's when you end up with it just, it just all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so this, this ain't your this ain't your your nineteen nineties uh, cocaine dealer mixing it with baby laxative, uh, right. cutting it with baby laxative. This is people uh, that think they have labs in their home and they're making pills and they're cutting it with fentanyl. Right. You know. Yeah. Duh, it's, it's dangerous. It's, it's, it's dangerous. dangerous. But we got to take a break. We'll be right back on Grow Your No with Kelly Williams of Kelly's Green on one hundred three point nine FM WYAB. Yeah, I think so too. I don't. I don't know that these are. Oh, I think it is. It's one of them. Is. It's one of those. I hear out of one. Is that? Okay. All right. Welcome back in to Kelly's. I mean, gosh dang it, <laughs> to Grow Your Know, presented by Kelly's Green with Kelly Williams and Clay Edwards here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. 
we're just having a passionate conversation yeah. here about the war on drugs and illegal drugs and the black market adjusting no matter what the government does. And uh, it yep. seems to be that the people who screamed legalization for all those years, you know, they may, we always go to worst case scenario when we hear somebody legalize, legalize everything. Well, you mean we want meth on the corners? You want mm-hmm. kids having access to cocaine? Uh, no, I think there's a, I think there's a, a happy medium somewhere to right. be found. Sure. Um, because again, the black market's always going to adjust. That's right. And, and I, you know, I think if we can focus on marijuana, uh, the other stuff aside, but look at what happened with, with, uh, opioids and the fentanyl right you know what do you do yeah where's the right answer i think there's always going to be bad people that do bad stuff oh yeah oh yeah you can't you can't account there's no way you can you can you can't totally mitigate bad behavior by bad people it it just is what it is and and, in the black market or the legacy market will will always adjust but that doesn't mean that you don't that, that you stop trying to find real solutions that work yeah. Um, we just know that the war on drugs, as it's been done for years and years and years, doesn't work. Yeah, so I'm just trying to think any any time that prohibition worked, the, you know, mm-hmm. like whether, whether it's alcohol, yeah, no, it just doesn't. Drugs. It just doesn't. It, I, it, yeah, you know, it'd be great if it did, but right, it's but just not effective. It does. I mean, look, yeah. uh, not to not to get political or anything, yeah. but I'm just going to use an example: uh, New York, Chicago. Uh, they're basically gunless cities, mm-hmm. and with the most gun violence in America. I mean, Interesting. People are going to find whatever it is they want, right? And they're going to do whatever they plan on doing with it, yeah. Because if somebody plans on killing somebody with a gun, you think they care if they have that gun legally or not? Yeah, that's the least part of the no, that's, that's the yeah, least yeah, of the concern. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's the drugs being the same thing. Sure, you know, they're going to get what they want, right? You know, so right. Uh, what do you do? I, th- I do, but I do think we loosen up things on the ma- on marijuana. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I mean, obviously, you have a vested yeah. interest. Well, sure. I don't, but and, and, right. and, and, and I and I agree. Uh, right, know, I but I if you look at the studies from other states, I mean, and and that that's what we've we've said from the beginning is that. Um, you know, there are there's actually it's not just anecdotal anymore. We actually have evidence now that shows what happens in a criminal market and shows what's happened. We now know first and foremost. Let's let's take the take the the legal illegal argument out of it. We know that there are medicinal benefits of marijuana. We know that, and if we are a compassionate society, um, and I hope we are. I know some of us are and some of us aren't. But the point is, is I hope as a society. We we uh, we can at least say we shouldn't be suffering if we don't have to. Um, then, and we know that uh, marijuana has medicinal benefits for people suffering with everything from MS and chronic pain and uh, migraines and uh, you know HIV and cancer and and all of these things, uh, all of these debilitating conditions. And so um, Crohn's Crohn's. Yeah, I mean the list goes on and on. Like like we have twenty one debilitating conditions on our Mississippi list. But let's be real. It, the 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 relief goes far beyond that. Uh, at least, you know, in my opinion, I'm no doctor, but you know, from what we can see in other states, uh, and what's ha- what happenings and what happens with people in general when they when they say, "Hey, I use it, and this is what it does for me," um, we know that uh, it has medicinal qualities to it, and we should be using that. It's it's ridiculous that it's taken us this long not to, um, and uh, you know, and we see it even more. So I was thinking about. Um, our our show, I think it was three or four weeks ago when we talked about um, sports injuries and, and it being a performance enhancing. That's right. That's right. Yes. That's right. And so I've looked back and forth. It seems like we don't have, at least that I can find right now, any any research that is conclusive one way or the or the other yet. 
um, about whether or not it is a performance-enhancing drug. And I guess it really comes back to what is performance-enhancing. We, we, I think, I, I think there, there is definitely definitive findings that it is medicinal and it is a course of treatment for injuries and pain and things like that. So no question about whether or not if I'm a sports, if I'm, you know, and I get injured, there, there's uh, certainly I should have medical marijuana as an option to treat my injuries. And we've got plenty of findings that show uh, that, that it's effective, right? Um, but if I use that as a treatment, am I also, like, in, enhancing my performance? Like, you know, and I think of, you know, my, my first thing I go to in my head when I think of performance enhancing is steroids. Yeah, but if you could also recover faster because you're not in pain. That's right. That is, that is performance enhancing. That is performance enhancing. And that's where my mind was going. Yeah. You know, if I can, like, uh, let's just say my muscles are sore as can be, but if I take a lower set or, a, you know, an yep. opioid pain pill, you know, I don't feel it. I can go work through that pain. Right. What if what if medical marijuana has that same right same thing? And I know people are like, oh, man, marijuana just makes me lazy and hungry and tired. They don't all do that, bro. That's right. We talked about it. Yeah. It's genetics. Yep. It's genetics. Um, depending on your strain and your body, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's it, you're right. No, it, it doesn't. All. I mean, we, we've talked about we we know that some strains make people uh, give them an appetite, which helps with wasting syndrome. Mm-hmm. But we know even I think we referenced a study on this show a few weeks ago about obesity. We also know that there are strains that um, that that help with appetite. So uh, so you're exactly right. It just depends yeah, on find, the person and the, the right strain. strain That's right. Your genetics and. I mean, I, again, I mean, I know people who are uh, not professional athletes per se. Let's just say like MMA fighters, uh, lower yep. level MMA fighters yeah. that smoke weed for this very reason. It helps you them have re- to do something as an MMA fighter. It, it, helps, them, yeah. it helps them recover faster. Yeah. Uh, I know people who work out a lot, like bodybuilder level mm-hmm. workout, who smoke, who, who, who take in a lot of THC out of whether they right. smoke in it. Sure, going, however, however they, right. they take it. I, I always just say smoke. That's the first thing that comes to mind. But there's so many different ways, obviously, right. now to digest it. And, uh, and, and they swear that it helps with their recovery. So I, the, I, I, when I say these things, I'm saying it because I've talked to people. It's come up in conversation right. with real life people that I've interacted with over time. And I, I think it's a question, uh, you know, that and, and should it be? Because cause then you have the question, right? Well, if, if athlete A does it, does he have an unfair advantage over athlete B who doesn't want to do it for some reason or another? Should that matter? I don't think it should. I think if you choose. Right. So it's about the choice. Yeah. You have the choice. If you don't want to, great. Right. If you don't want to. So it's about giving everybody the same choice. Yeah. 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 No, I I definitely agree on that. Sure. 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 Yeah. 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 But I'm guessing that's where these sports leagues look at it. They don't want somebody who doesn't want to do it to feel like they have to do it to be competitive. Right. Maybe that's where they're thinking. But I do believe it's been a, it's been clear in like the NBA, for example. They no yeah. longer test for it. Okay. But I think the other sports leagues, like NFL and whatnot, do. Yeah. Especially, you know, like the NFL, it's the most physical sport. Oh, my gosh. Um, one where of the, it seems like that would right. be the one. That's right. One of the studies I was reading about, I had taken some notes, and I've got some notes, but I can't even can't get through them now. But I think one of the studies that talked about some of the, some of the NFL stuff, um, they were going to start with um, – uh, and this might not have been the actual NFL study that they were funding and, and sponsoring, but they were looking at was rugby, was rugby mm-hmm. effect on rugby players? Because apparently, I guess rugby is the closest, one of the closest sports. Without pads and helmets. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. Those guys, those, those guys are so a different breed. That really is crazy. Like, Don't get in a bar fight with a bunch of rugby players. <laughs> 
so, you will lose. Where, where do you play? Where do they play? I, I feel this is, I'm going to sound so stupid, but I don't even know where rugby's played. So there's uh, uh, somebody will correct me. I remember my buddy Sean, but I think because I think he played rugby. Um, I think it's called the Jackson Football Club, <laughs> and uh, they basically play on soccer fields. But it is not soccer. Yeah, Foot, it, it's football. It, yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it is. It is like a mosh pit out there. Yeah, that's pretty bad. So, so well, yeah, that, I, um, and so those, there's a study that referenced rugby. They were going to uh, put rugby players in there in the study, and um, obviously that was a great choice because I don't know that you get any, any – I don't know of another sport that's any worse on your body than rugby. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not – you know, I'm sure there could be out there. Right. I, I, I MMA fighting. Oh, yeah, well, you're right. There you yeah. go. I guess that's the end. But it's a, phys- <laughs> it's a physically a fight. Right, you know? right. And we've got, we've got sports people that, co- that have come out um, in favor of, of cannabis use. Um, one of the articles that I was reading about was um, published in, uh, by John Hopkins, and it's talking about uh, the Olympic triathlete. Um, it's Joanna it's Ziger or Ziger. I, I may pronoun- be pronouncing that wrong. Z-I-E-G-E-R. Um, and... Uh, Back in, I want to say 2008 or 2009, um, she had a devastating career-ending bike uh, crash. And um, I think it was in the Ironman World Championship, uh, but it it was devastating. And so um, after that, she um, began, came came out and was in favor of cannabis use. And she talks about in this article how she herself had used it in it as a treatment. And it has been effective for um, for her pain. And, um, and one of the things that she quoted on here, and I thought it was, I just loved this quote. She said, um, cannabis is not the panacea, but our goal is to help patients find the right ratios, dosages, and administration routes to get the most benefit with the least harm. And I just think that sums it up so well. It does. Like, you know, why wouldn't we do this? Why wouldn't we explore it? Let's take our break on that. We'll be right back to land the plane for the day. On Grow Your Know. All right, welcome back in to the uh, final few seconds or minutes of the Grow Your Know. Today's episode of Grow Your Know with uh, Kelly Williams of Kelly's Green brought brought us another great educational program <laughs> today. Kelly, you got about a minute minute and a half you want to uh, land the plane tell people how to find you anything you want to close with sure I just want to say um, what a great show and I'm glad to be back um, you can always find us at www.kellysgreen.org and uh, you can uh, reach me at Kelly uh, <laughs> my own email Kelly at kellysgreen.biz that's B-I-Z so anyone looking to reach me can do that. We're excited about the CLE. Tell your lawyers to go to the CLE, and they can find it. Uh, they can find it on our website. We don't have it up yet, but we'll have it. Uh, it'll be at MC Law on the twenty sixth. And um, yeah, just uh, excited to be back. Great show today. Uh, looking forward to a bunch more great shows. We talked about some great ideas coming up. And, um, yeah, and you can always find great information on the Mississippi Medical Marijuana Program uh, through the state's Mississippi Medical Marijuana Program website. Um, and then, of course, there's also 3MA that has great information and uh, Mississippi Cannabis Patients Alliance as well. I think I've covered all my bases there. Good, good. <laughs> Guys, if y'all know anybody, or maybe you are an athlete or a sports trainer that has some thoughts or opinions on uh, marijuana possibly being a 
performance enhancer. Uh, I would love to hear your thoughts on it. We'd love to talk to you. Yeah, we would. We would uh, love to talk about that. Reach out to Kelly or myself. My email is clay at wyab.com, or you can find me on social media, all those good places. Don't forget the show is available on podcast. Just search Clay Edwards Show, and then uh, once you get to that page, you can just search for Grow Your Know. And uh, they're all on there. And this one will be up on there within about 30 minutes. If you want to share it with somebody, we will see you next Tuesday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Peace.